Hi fellow enthusiasts, this is Mike with Motoring Enthusiast, and in our debut podcast, I sit down with John, the other half of our page, and we go through how we got into cars, cars we've owned, and what John can replace his C63S with. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Motoring Enthusiast, and provide some feedback on how we can make this podcast better. Thanks, sit back, and enjoy. I think we could record the whole time. Um... And I also won't let you know when the red light goes on. <laughs> yeah. What is the red light? Is when it stops? No, that's the, uh, like, we're live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we're starting a podcast because we have an affliction for yeah. cars. It's more of like a, a bad obsession. It's just kind of, it's not a bad obsession. It's just, for me, it's just nonstop. <laughs> yeah. I can't really stop, you know. <laughs> my, um... My father thought I was like going through a phase with this crap when I was like 16. Cause so growing up, I wanted quads and, and like we had quads and then we had like golf carts and crap. And then I got my permit and got really into cars. And then he was like, Oh, this is a phase. Just like you liked quads when you were like 12 to 14. Now this is going to be a phase, but, uh, it's 12 years later. I'm still really into cars. Yeah, so. that's interesting. I started with GoPro, Go, uh, Go Pets actually, which is like motorized scooters. Um, it's funny they actually use like they have like chain driven ones and then they have like spindle driven ones, which actually has like this mount where um, you can like, like you can basically have the motor on the engine or off the engine, and there's a spindle coming off the. And it sounds kind of weird. It's like a, it's like it's called a spindle, and it basically has like a grip tape on it, kind of, but it's a metal rod coming out of the engine and it's it's kind of ghetto but it's like a it, it's kind of funny but it, it, you can you can like lower it and like raise it and then when you lower it you know of course it's on the on the tire right and that's kind of what i started in, like in the beginning was doing like go pad stuff which was like i know it sounds stupid but that's what i started on um i had all of them i had like I had, uh, like, my first one was, like, a GoPad go, go pad Sport, and then I had, like, the, there's even ones that have, like, a skid plate underneath it where you can grind, like, rails. How fast are these things? They're, like, 25, 30, but I messed around with those for, like, years when I was younger. I I did, like, bigger carbs on them. I did big bore kits on them, pipes. You know, you could do different different uh, shaped pipes for different right. sound and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, I got into quads as well for a while. And what did you ride? Um, my first one was a, uh, blaster, oh, two stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I did the, uh, like motor blue and then I did like the Vito's, uh, 240 kit on or whatever, um, with a pipe and all that. Right. Like, uh, well, like an FMF pipe or some crap like that. Yeah. 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 The FMF pipe, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, Honda 400 EXs and then, yep. okay. um, Banshees. I still um, want a Banshee. They're insane. They're, insane. they're also, they've been three grand for like. 10 years i'm like they're not getting any cheaper but they're also not getting any more expensive yeah they're good though they're they're honestly they're pretty fast but i mean it depends what you're doing if you're like trail riding you would never i mean trail riding but like riding a banshee it's like probably awful awful. yeah um yeah because you'd be like pegged on the like top a second the entire time just bouncing off the rev limiter yeah never they never really change the suspension on them so they've just been like they're just been junk forever and even yeah. like the last model they made i don't think they of course they don't make them anymore but like the last model they made still had like the og suspension from like the 80s but that's kind of what i started on and then got into cars and stuff like that what kind of quads did you have so i had growing up we had a, a mojave 110 
Kawasaki Mojave, which almost no one's heard of. It had literally like a Mustang, a live rear axle, pretty much, like no suspension. Had like two inches of suspension travel in the front. And then got a Bayou 220, another Kawasaki, which is like utility quad, whatever. I mean, it was fun for trails and like the mud, but it wasn't great. Then when I was 14, I got a Raptor 350, which was awesome. And did a DRD pipe on it, which my neighbors hated, naturally. And then I pulled the baffler out of that pipe, too, so it was like extra loud. And then that's pretty much where it ended. And then I got into cars and really couldn't care less about quads. But... The, the car thing really started from, uh, like, Top Gear UK. So, like, legit first clip of Top Gear I ever saw was the E60 M5. And it was, like, Clarkson's scathing review on how it's, like, a pile of junk, even though it's, like, I think at the time it was, like, 62,000 British pounds or whatever for it. And uh, I don't know. He, he Like, that car captivated me. It was, like, li- literally the first... Um, Top Gear I'd ever seen, and I I got hooked on that because like oh it's a four door sedan, literally as fast as a Ferrari four thirty. Well, Ferrari fanboys are gonna hate that, but like realistically as fast as a four thirty in a straight line, not in the twisties, obviously. And uh, double the doors. That's how I got into the M5s and like the whole sleeper thing. Yeah, you're a huge you're a huge BMW guy. Yeah, through and through. Are you you're into other stuff as well, or is it? It's- If I had the money, I'd be more of a Porsche guy, but not there yet. I liked, so growing up, my family had Volkswagen products. So my first car was a 2003 and a half Volkswagen Passat wagon in red. It's like the ultimate soccer mom car I got ripped on for, but it was nice. I mean, like, felt better than all the... Was that a 1.8T or... 1.8T, yeah. And that very distinctive startup noise where it, like, idled really hard for the first minute or two. I, like, crazy. I haven't had that car in, like, 12 years, but I still don't forget what it's, what it's like to be in that. And then um, after that, I got a Mark IV GTI in black with tinted taillights and got pulled over four times in like four months of having that car and i'd never been pulled over before like in the previous year of having that passat wagon it's literally i think it just looks like you're up to no good or it's like some now did you take the taillights or did, did no, it come that way came that way yeah. it had really dark tints on it that we took off when i got it it also it had like a hundred thousand miles on it. it was basically to learn stick yeah and i did at the expense of the clutch basically but yeah that, that car was all right the 1.8s were good. I always wanted an 84 1.8s. It's like in high school, that was like, yeah. that was cool. That's what everyone wanted. And then, you know, 2.0s came out and everybody wanted those as well. Well, so I actually learned stick on an A4 six-speed 2.0 when they just released the 2.0 that had had like 211 horsepower, but the big headline change was it has like 260 torque or whatever. So it felt like meteor. So I learned stick on that, and then I went to the 1.8 and the Gal- the GTI, and was like, it's kind of slow. Yeah. But the way I drove that thing, I'd probably be dead if I had, like, a B7 S4 or the other crap that I wanted, like, when I was 16 or 17. Yeah, it's funny when you have those, like, I remember 1.8T felt, like, super fast, too. I mean, that was, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it would, what would it go, like, 130? But I mean, 130 back in the day when you were a kid was, was fast, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. It was pretty good. You remember the first time you cracked 100? Uh, it, I don't remember, but I mean, it was like, when I was young, it was like every day. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was what you did. That was what you got on the highway and, you know, connector or whatever and went on it. I did that in uh, that red Passat wagon that was slow as hell. So that's like why I remember that. Because yeah. that, that thing was like 3,600 pounds. And at 1.8, I think it only had like 170 horsepower, like 160 torque or something. So it didn't really move. And I just kept it pinned, allegedly, on Route 9D outside of Cold Spring, maybe 13 years ago. <laughs> or something like that. 12 years ago. Yeah. What, what about you? What was your first car? So... My first car was actually Jeep Liberty. I inherited it from my dad. Okay. And uh, I did a bunch of crap to it that I would never do now. Um, like off-road wheels and tires, um, you know, tinted it out, all that kind of stuff. And I beat the shit out of that thing. Yeah. I, uh, I blew the transmission. I got the, blew the transfer case. I, like, got it stuck in between two-wheel and four-wheel doing donuts on the beach. Nice. I'm not going to tell you where it was, but... Um, yeah, I beat the hell out of that thing. I think I got it to like a hundred thousand miles and then, um, just died. It. it just, yeah, it was, yeah. it was, it had enough of me really is what it was. Um, and then I sold that and ended up getting a, a GTI 2003, uh, the R6. Um, mm. a lot of my friends had the 1.8T, so I wanted to get something a little different and surprisingly it was faster. I had a lot of friends oh, really? 1.8Ts. Mine was a little modified. Um, I had a, it came with a, a GAC tune on it. I don't know if GX still around. I believe it is, but um, I yeah, I've GX never even heard of them. Uh, it's like a Volkswagen Audi uh, tuning company. Uh, they might do uh, Porsches as well, but I think it's mainly just Audi and Volkswagen. But came with a GX tune on. It had a Miltec exhaust on it. Sounded mean. Right, because um, that's a two point eight. So that's like a twenty four yeah. valve. Yeah, um, it was great. You know what I mean. And then eventually, I you know put coilovers on it and you know put good tires on it and. Um, all that kind of stuff. And it was good. It was really, really good. And then started having a lot of problems with it. It reached like 80, 90,000 miles. And it was, it would, you know, again, it had enough of me. I right. Beating the hell out of it all the time everywhere I went. Um, it was great. It was a fun car. Um, then I got a Bug Eye uh, 2003 Subaru WRX. Okay. So they call it the Bug Eye, um, which was like the first first WRX. And of course, they had the 2.5 RS or whatever. Right. Which were cool. But, um, I think it was like the first WRX or whatever. I think it was the Hawk. The Hawkeye was like 2004, 2005. Anyway, I was into those back in the day. Yeah. Before it had the huge hype. Well, you know, it was... It was what, building. It was like an underculture. Yeah, I always wanted one. I just never pulled that it trigger. It was Okay. It's awful. With the wing? <laughs> With the wing. It's and the, awful. the coffee can exhaust? Yeah, I had nice. a... Uh, I was, it was like an auto-speed exhaust. I have no idea what that was. It was like an auto-speed exhaust. Uh, it was a WRX, but it had a uh, STI turbo on it, which was like the VF39. Um, okay. This is a long time ago, so now <laughs> scratching my memory, so I might be wrong. But um, it was like a VF39 turbo on it, and I had a couple other things there. It's a top mount intercooler. Um, I think I had like swapped the STI one on there. Um, I'm trying to think what happened to that car. Uh, the clutch went out. I brought it to a shop, and they put a new clutch in it. I think I did one with like a stage two one. It was like a little bit better. Um, I think like it was like a week after I got it back from the clutch being replaced, I blew the motor, blew the motor entirely, shot. Clutch kicking it? Is that, I, is that I, how you yeah, blew I, it? Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I was doing all that kind of stuff. But um, you know, yeah, that that car needed a new motor. I got the whole motor done. Um, so, so you didn't scrap the car. You literally just like 
rebuilt the top end yeah, or I, bottom I, I end. I went to a shop in like Westchester. Uh, they did a lot of super stuff. I can't remember the name now. My company, but um, yeah, I had to you know rebuild it. I think the I think the I think some of the motor was salvageable. Um, but yeah, we sourced some new parts and some used parts and kind of just piece it together. I didn't have a ton of money, but uh, piece it together and then yeah, it. it I ended up selling it maybe like a couple months after that, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think what I had after that. Um, Sounds like you've had way more cars than me. I've had a lot of cars. I've had like a E39 540 M Sport. Um, I've had a 135. I've had a 335. Um, I've had supercharged Tahoe's. Yeah. That's a yeah. diversion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I am also a, BM, a huge BMW fan as well. Um, but yeah, I, I had a supercharged Tahoe in high school. Not high school, college. My first year in college. Um, it wasn't a Whipple. I'm trying to think of what brand it was. But um, it was good. It was fun. It was fun as hell. Um, but yeah. Yeah, well, we just like do roll racing from like 40 and that I thing. Just, you know, it was, I went to college in Utah. Um, not Mormon, but I uh, went to college in Utah. I just thought of that. For the record. Yeah. <laughs> Um, went out there mainly for like the skiing and stuff, but, um, yeah, it was a great Utah car. I mean, it was a supercharged Tahoe, 5.3 V8, um, had, uh, long tube headers on it. Um. So it actually probably sounded like mean on a cold you know, start. Yeah, and it like... sounded mean. It sounded mean at wide open throttle as well, but, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of aged. It was a, it was a 2004, um, it was aged. It, it didn't, I, it felt fast, but now that I look back on it, like it, it really wasn't that fast. Of course, now I've had much faster cars, but um, it was good. I think it was good for like 400 wheel or something like that. Jesus. You know, yeah. Know, nothing too crazy, but um, as far as like going up like the big hills in Utah, it was great. Hammered down. It would pull yeah. up the hills like nothing. So supercharger helped a lot. Um, but yeah, in like recent time, I've had a, uh, I had a 335XI, um, which it was a real drive. Clutch on it. I had you know different Vader uh, uh, fuel pump and stuff like that. I had a methanol kit on it. <laughs> I had I had a bunch of shit done to it. It was great. Um, that car was terribly unreliable. I mean, I well, N fifty four is your uh, yeah <laughs> your basis. Yeah, they make big power for sure though. Like, yeah, even downpipe like back in the day, you know, 2007, 2008, I mean, that car was awesome. I mean, they were fast as hell. Um, friends that had M3, so it was, it was faster. Right. Was, um, they were great. I, I think, I'm trying to think of what they really make, like, to the wheels, like, which is, like, a tune and down pipe. So like, 400 wheel or something like that. I don't know. Pretty good for, for what it was. But uh, I went way too hard on that car. I went, like, you know, I spent tons of money and yeah. made it just to didn't, the point where it was unreliable. Didn't you say you had a, a spare engine, like, laying yeah, around? Yeah. I Well, I had blown the engine. What had happened, and it sounds kind of crazy, is... It's kind of, I don't know too much about it, so I'll have to try and explain it the best I can, but I threw a belt, and the belt actually went into the motor and hmm. uh, completely just like, tore up the whole motor. Yeah. Now they make like a, some sort of plate that like that um, prevents that prevents from happening. That. Yeah, but um, wow. okay. yeah, I, I, I had tons of issues with that car. I had leaky ejectors. Everyone's got the leaky ejectors. I mean, they've, they've gone through so many different right. uh, you know, index 8, index 9, 10, 12. Um, I had like a box of injectors. I had all these different sets of injectors. But, uh, yeah. I'm not going to go too far on the N54 because I could go all day on that. Yeah. Um, you had an E39 too, right? Yeah. E39 M5 recently, which I sold in October 2020. What did you get out of that? Uh, 15. 
It's not bad. Had a hundred. 137,000 miles on it. Yeah. It wasn't in great shape. It had like rust bubbles on it and it like had mismatched front headlights because one of them was from like an 03 525, but it was a non xenon. It was regular halogen projector, so it didn't quite match. But I mean, getting out of it what I paid for it, I was like, that's not terrible after having it for a little bit. But I mean, to be honest, I don't really miss that car that much. Just, really? yeah. I don't know. So it, probably because it wasn't correct, because it it felt a little rattled and like someone else's garbage that they didn't really want anymore. But the you know because also have an E thirty four M five which I will never let go of. I'll die before that car gets sold, and it it's in pretty good shape. I got it in twenty thirteen, eighty four thousand miles on it. It was the lowest mileage E thirty four in the country at the time. One of 1,678 made for North America, I think. Last of the hand-built, 11-27-90 is the build date. So, like, if you take the black um, front bumper strip off, the guy's signature is there, which is pretty cool. Um, that car that car is great. It's a mint condition-ish for the age. I wouldn't say mint. It's a, It's probably, like, if five is the best, it's probably like three, three and a half. But it's a driver. Like, I drive the thing. It's got sewn chips. I don't really care. Yeah, I think it's in a little bit better condition. I know we've ridden in it twice, but uh, it is, it's in exceptional condition, especially the inside. Uh, paint looks good, too. I mean, definitely solid. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm always hard on my cars and in, in how I think they look. Like, they should be better. But I try and take care of that thing. But yeah. that, that car makes the E39 feel massive. And then, you know, I have access to, and plus the, the moat, I think the, the S38 in the E34 is so much better than the S62 V8 in the E39. Like, freer revving, obviously, revs just as high, and it's got the motorsport, motorsport heritage going back to the M1. Because that, that was the base of the motor in the E28 M5, which they then slightly reworked, I think, for the E34. But... Also, have access to an E60 M5 that's in my family that I use, and that makes the E39 feel slow. And it, and it's just it's like 20, 30 pounds difference wet weight, but like makes the E39 feel slow, and it's just as nimble. So I'm like five liter V10, 8300 RPMs versus uh, I don't know a pretty good V8 that's a derivative from the horrible M62 V8 that was in all BMW crap from like. I don't know, 99 to, to 03 or 04 or whatever, which, like, that motor's good when it works, but it's known to crater. And, like, yeah. shape, like the the mounts apparently get loose and it just slowly shakes itself to death. The motor mounts, or, yeah. yeah, the motor mounts. And so that's that's what I've read. So that car, I was like, eh, don't really miss it. But um, so I'm trying to think, what else have I had? I love those. I wish mm-hmm. I had gotten one. I, I ended up getting an E39 540 N Sport. Mainly just price, really. It's just what, what was it in my budget. That car was great. Like, Six oh, speed? Yeah. Yeah, it was M Sports. It had like M Sport bumpers and all that kind of stuff. Um, it was awesome. It had a little, little center, not center exhaust, um, little side exhaust, mm-hmm. like the M Tech, you know, little right. plastic things. I could be wrong too on some of this verbiage, but uh, it's been a while. But um, yeah, that was a, that was an awesome car. I always wanted the E30, E39 M5. I'm surprised that you, you know, I guess it was mainly just the. I don't know. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's the best M5. It's the best M5." And at the time, I got the E34, 
anything else was out of budget because no one gave a crap about the E34 like seven or eight years ago. Now they're on the up. Yeah, now they're on the up. I mean, I've had people literally offer me double to triple what was spent on it, and I'm like, no. Yeah. No freaking way. But, if I mean, if someone did that with the E39, like, take my money <laughs> as yeah. soon as they said yeah, it because yeah. it's also more of a ticking time bomb, I think, because you have all the pixels like on the yeah. dash, which had been corrected in that car, which was a nice selling point when, when I went to list it on Did cars and bids. No, the previous owner had taken care of it, so I didn't even have to worry about that. Um, the interior was solid, but it, it lived out in the sun for its whole life, so the leather was really brittle and really hard, so I probably went through like $80 worth of that leathery stuff just soaking the interior in yeah. it to try and like soften it. And it had the full leather interior package too. Yeah, so, so it was, was a silver so, yeah. What's the, um, silver, not silver stone, um, titanium silver, yeah. I think, um, it's over, my, uh, yeah, that's right. Over black, they call it Napa maybe yeah. on that car. I don't really remember, but I mean, like the interior was probably a six out of 10 for the, the age. The Wood. It was faded and cracked. And I was thinking about doing the aluminum swap, but if you want the real aluminum, it's like two grand. Yeah. It's like it's literally not worth it. No one's going to give a crap when I go to resell it anyway, so. Yeah, I got lucky with that E46. I, ended up doing the, I, had, I have the aluminum trim, which, nice. which is nice. And it doesn't, it doesn't wear. It looks really no. great. But, um, so I'm surprised on the, on the E39. I've really always wanted one of those. I've like, been dying for one. I heard you sold it. I was like, oh, man, I never got to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you've been there, done that. You're kind of just over it. But. Yeah, and plus I'm so hooked on the E60's insane V10, which all my friends that are also car nuts know I won't shut the hell up about the E60 M5. Sure. And yeah, then yeah, that. you're yeah you're aware yeah. too. And then the the E34 again is 3,600 pounds, 3,700 pounds, whatever wet. So I don't know. It, to me, the E39 just like wasn't doing it. Because it's got like 75% of the horsepower, but it's more nimble and it's more of a momentum car. But I will I will say there was something about the E39 where it was like a bruiser. Like it pounded the road down in front of it instead of kind of like, you know, glided over it like the E34 does. Yeah. And I, I did best 100 or 200 bucks I ever spent on it was muffler delete. So literally just cut the mufflers off at the back and just welded tips on and like that was it but no burble tune bullshit for all these instagram and tiktok stunting f80 m3 those, owners uh, yeah god i hate RK those tunes. no rk tunes is awesome in uh in new york new jersey but everyone goes there recently for all the burble tunes for right sure. i i can't stand it but this thing had real like lift off throttle burble overrun natural yeah. awesome but i don't know i'm just didn't didn't do it for me. Yeah, but probably I guarantee you, if I drove a pristine one from Enthusiast Auto Group that was like seventy grand, yeah, I'd probably have a different opinion on it. But I don't know. I feel like I got eighty percent of the way there, and at the end of the day, getting out of it for what I paid for it, less the insurance and gas, whatever, for over a year, like not that bad. Yeah, I go through parts really quick, so I totally get it. That's the first time. Every, every other car I've had, I've held on till it's died. Yeah. So I'm definitely I, not that guy. I swap it all the time. Anything I ever, 
Once I get into something, I'm already like, well, what could I Like your uh, W205C63? Yeah, we'll talk about that at some point. I do <laughs> love the car. It's a, it's a great car. The yeah. is great. I almost got an F80, but I don't know. I drove one a couple times. I mean, I did really like it. Now, I'm even considering getting an F80. Uh, of course, everyone knows the sound is, of course, not. That's kind of why I ended up getting the C63. It was just kind of different. I didn't see a lot of people that had them. Um, but I, I had a C63W204 before right. that. Which was awesome. That car was insane. How long did you have it for? Uh, I had it for like two years. Um, so that's a long time for you. Yeah, that was a long time. It just—it was great. It just—it was really, really fun. I had, you know, I had headers on it, tune, uh, DME tune. Uh, I can't remember the name of the header brand right now, but I had headers on it. X pipe, stock mufflers out the back. Um, so pretty much like a full exhaust. But um, that car was insane for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, I think the tune from DME, it was a stage two um, tune. I think it was like, I think it was like 560 horsepower. At the wheel or crank? the wheel, no. I think, I think to the wheel, probably made like just under 500 or whatever. But the car weighs like, I don't know, like 3,600 pounds or something like that. Yeah. I mean, NA, it was, it was a beast. It's it a rowdy awesome. freaking car. Yeah, I like that a, car. It was a really fun car. I had coilovers on it, wheels and tires, little bits of carbon stuff here and there. Not Nothing too much, but uh, that was an awesome car. I loved it. Uh, I do feel bad. The guy I did sell to in Connecticut, I think like a month later after uh, he bought it from me, the transmission went. So I do feel bad uh, for the guy, but... Did the tune do anything to it or... uh, I don't know. I mean, the tune definitely did like... Yeah, I'm trying to think now on those older cars if it was... If the tune... If the tune did change like the shift time. Because that had a regular torque converter, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But... uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best transmission. It wasn't super fast. It was, it was, it was fairly slow. I mean, for sure with the paddles too. It was, it was not. But it, the guys, I mean, I know the car because of all that. But um, just the sound was good. The seats were awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, the sound was insane. I would love to pick up another one, uh, some other another time. Um, but um, I don't like the two doors. I don't like four door ones. I like the black series version oh, of, course, of it. Yeah. The, like that's that's the only way I'd get it in two door with that wing. My opinion on the blacks, I think it's really really cool. I mean, if you if you have the money, that's awesome. But um, I don't know, it's just not that worth it. I mean, it's yeah. not that big of a difference. I think the black series does share like some parts from the SLS actually, because um, the SLS uh, sixty three does have the six uh, three and FDA, which is actually the six two. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Black Series has, like, forged, forged pistons and rods and, like, all that kind of good stuff. But um, I mean, it only bumps the power to, like, well, only 500, right? Yeah. Right, up from 450 to 500, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. It's not that big of a difference. But, uh, I mean, it's more of, like, a collector's car. I don't know anyone who would buy one and just daily. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I had the money, I might. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're awesome. I mean, it's kind of, like, the the best of the of the W204. So right. But, um. Yeah, I've got the W205 now. Um, I went all the way to Virginia to get that car. Um, it's in lunar blue. Pretty good looking for sure. Carbon ceramics. Got the car, uh, carbon fiber interior. Right. Uh, you know, performance. Exhaust. Yellow uh, brake calipers, right? It's like a yellow gold. I'm colorblind, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks good. It looks good. I like it. I, mean, I definitely think like the, the blue on the gold brake calipers looks, looks pretty good. Um, car is good. It's just, you know, after like driving back from Virginia, I, I hate to say this, but after driving back from Virginia, I was like, did I make the right choice? I had never driven a C63 because S, because there was none around here that I could even buy. We're in Connecticut. Um, 
area. Um, just let people that are listening. Uh, so everything's really expensive. There, no, there was just no. Oh, they just C3. didn't have any. There, I couldn't find wow. anywhere around here. I couldn't find a CC3S, and I, I was like, I guess I'm gonna, you know, I drove an F80 uh, that Ridgefield BMW was a, I don't remember what color now, like a, it was like a gray of some sort. I think it was like. It wasn't the chalk, right? It was this no, the metallic. What is chalk? Chalk's like a Porsche color. Um, I don't even know if you could get chalk in. in uh, I guess those must be wraps. Whenever you see that, probably well, is a, a wrap. Lot of individual colors that are close, to like a chalk type color. I think it was like Grigio. I, I could be wrong. It was, like a, it was actually, I think it's originally like a Ferrari color. Grigio Telesto yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it was the color. Okay. Yeah, you're spot on that one. Um, so it was a cool one, but it, it was really beat up and like it had. It was that color with brown interior, which is pretty rare. That's a nice, yeah. That's yeah, nice. it was. It looked definitely pretty good, but it had like I don't know. It just was a little beat up, and uh, the dealer wanted like sixty-two thousand or whatever for it. How many it was, miles? Um, I think it had like thirty or thirty-five, but it was. It was just was. It just had seemed like it was just really beaten on, which you know, I, you know, I want hmm. people to buy those. You know, of course, are driving as they should. Right. But um, I was looking to buy one that's just you know whoever. Pretty clean. It. Yeah. Yeah. I want it. I'm pretty particular, but. Um, Dealer wasn't budging nothing, so I ended up getting the C63. And, uh, yeah, just going back from Virginia, and originally, first impressions, I was just like, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know if I really like this thing that much. Nice. I mean, yeah, not the best. I mean, it looks good, you know, like a lot of, you know, interior, it looks amazing. I think the interior is a lot better than the F80 M3, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, so, interior is good, it sounds good, um, the exhaust sound sounds good, it's got a lot of power. Um, it's cool. It just, I don't know. I think like the, the feedback from it, I don't know if it's like the steering or, um, the suspension just, it's just not that special. It just, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. For right. Reason. I don't know if, uh, if you've ever been in one of your, like, yeah, off the video or like you drive mine. Um, it's, it's fast and it's cool. It's a good car. I'm, I think I might just be acting like a little snob or something like that. It's, it's a cool car, but. Nah, I, like, I, I get that. Because yeah. I feel like if I were to buy an F80, which to whoever's listening, I'm not in a position to do that, nor am I ever considering it, <clears throat> um, I, I'd i probably feel disappointed with that car. Yeah. Just because they're they're like, no, they're not 4,000 pounds. I think they're close. I think they're like 37 or 3,800 the pounds. The F80 or the C3? The F80. Yeah. I think they're pretty heavy. And they're yeah. huge. I mean, it's, it's bigger than my E34 M5, and that's like a 5 Series, yeah. right? I, I do feel like, honestly, F80 versus C63S, I definitely felt like the F80 handled way better. It was way really? more fun to throw around. I mean, you could, you know, it was a lot more, like, just... Less luxury car, more sport, whereas yeah, the C63 yeah. felt just a little more yeah, luxury, exactly. isolated. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll get into that in another, another yeah. episode, podcast, whatever you want to call it these days. But yeah. it, it will be leaving the garage soon. I will be getting something else, and I don't know what that's going to be, but um, just kind of hanging with it. I'm, <laughs> I have it in the garage right now. I'm really driving. It's winter time, but um, it, it's fun. It's a good car. I just, I'm not super into it. In fact, I actually have, uh, I don't know if I told you, I have downpipes and a, and a tuner for it from DME. Um, that got put on it, right? I haven't put it on. Oh, it. so you just have it sitting around? Because I just don't know if I'm going to keep the car or not keep the car. And I think, I think I'm thinking, oh, if I throw more power on, maybe I'll be more excited about it. But I, I'm kind of thinking maybe I should just sell the tuning down pipes. Is that what you did with the uh, what was it, the E90, the three thirty five, where you just went down that boost rabbit hole till oh, it yeah. blew up? Oh yeah, that's kind of like my deal. I go so far down the rabbit hole, like doing all this stuff, and then and then I, you know, end up getting bored of it. But that's the fun of it is doing like a whole build on it. Right. Um, 
But my, my main thoughts right now with the C63S is I think I should probably not put the downpipes on it and tune, and I should just sell them because um, I believe once you put the tune on it, that handheld unit is paired to the car. Um, I think, I don't know, bin locked. I don't know if that's the right wording for it or whatever, but once you put the tune on I mean, it's not like you can sell it. And also, it's like a thousand bucks or whatever to install the down. Oh, so. So, you know, not, not that that's a problem. Maybe I'll do it, but um, I just, you know, if I'm going to sell to somebody, yeah, I just don't want to light the money on fire if yeah, it's going to yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, I for like two grand or something like that. So I'm just like, I don't know if I want to put them on there. And then if I'm going to sell the car, it's just not worth it. Right. So if I'm already thinking about selling it, you probably should sell it. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm thinking. And I honestly don't know what I want. I don't know what I want, but I think it's something, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm not buying another car until I can afford a GT3, so it's going to be a long Fair. time before I have Fair. another car. I've got, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, 2011, 328, 6-speed, yeah. X-Drive, fine blue over, baseball mitt, Nice yeah. car, yeah. hundred five thousand miles. I'm gonna drive that thing till it blows up. Yeah, and then I'm probably gonna buy a, a beater, and continue to daily a beater, and just hold on to that M5. Yeah, that's a good combo, though. Yeah, BMW like through and through, and yeah. until the Porsche days are possible, if ever, that that'll be like the next move. Riff. So yeah, let's let's Riff's riff on what. Be a BMW, of course. Yeah. Not. Nah, I'll I'll think about this. Which is fine. I, I love BMWs. I'm, I'm not. They are they are unreliable. Uh, something's gone wrong. What what about a? I mean, we were talking about this last night. A. I I don't know the A5 generations, but the RS5 that had the 4.2 V8 that was basically out of the R8 made 450 horsepower. I guess you would call it B8. Yeah, that's like the B eight. I think it's actually B seven point five or something like that. Okay. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know Audi that well. I don't know either. But uh, those are actually interesting. Is they were never really that big of a hit. They're right. not that fast. They're they're a little sleeper. Like I mean, it basically looks like just like an S five. I mean, it's yeah. It doesn't look. I mean, the grill, you know, honeycomb grill. Or it's like if you know, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're cool. I've looked at them a couple times. I think the front seats are amazing. They look great. Yep. Um, it's got some good interior. Audi always has pretty good. Interior, yeah, their interiors are good. Um, they're cool. You can pick them up now for like good deal now. It's like thirty two thousand or whatever for for like forty fifty thousand miles kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. That's not I, that bad. Yeah, I think like I'm trying to think of like what year they made them. I think it was like thirteen was the last year. Last year, and they, um, they I've seen like high school kids around here in the convertible, like yeah. this summer, just ripping around in that. And I'm like, their parents know that's like a. I mean, obviously, I guess a four hundred fifty horsepower freaking. Yeah. I mean, it's still fast. It'll they're do one eighty. Yeah, yeah, they're heavy. Yeah. That's like five grand as or five thousand pounds. It's like a convertible, I think, like or something like that. Forty five hundred pounds, maybe. Yeah, I'd never do a convertible, of course. No. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, maybe that'd be kind of cool. I think, I think, uh, you know, coming from a C sixty three S and the other C sixty three, and then going to that, it'll feel slow and heavy on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's they're just not. It's not that special. It, it could be. I think it would make a really good daily driver if you had like you know something like your E thirty four and then you daily an RS five. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would. Older one. I think that'd be pretty I would cool. Do that. Yeah, that'd be a pretty decent daily. But 
What about a B8 S4? I love those. Yeah. Actually, Imola Yellow. Yeah. yeah, that'd that be great. I think those are cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, my friend had one. They're pretty cool. Um, it doesn't excite me, though, for some reason. Yeah. Um, they, they are kind of ice. I test drove one with a DSG once, and I remember, and I drove the E60 M5 to the dealership to test drive it, and then I got in that, went hammered down, and getting to allegedly 100 many years ago felt like it took ages in that freaking car. I mean, they're quick. Zero to 60 is like four and a half. I think it does a quarter mile in like 13.1 or 13.2. So it's like, it's not slow. And with DSG, you could launch it like all day long. But yeah, that I think that car excites me because it's the first ever car and driver I ever got. It was an Imola Yellow B8 S4 versus an E90 335 right over tan six-speed like some car and driver comparison test from 2009 and i wish i still had that magazine but my parents threw it out and i'm really heated about it still <laughs> they threw it out years ago but that that car is awesome to me but they are kind of numb i'd probably get bored of it yeah I th- what if you did a 180 and went for like um a gt350 shelby not the r because those are like a hundred grand yeah. but like a gt350 Yeah, it's the uh, Voodoo V8. It's 5.2 liter flat plane crank, similar to Ferrari design V8. 500 horsepower, I think. Maybe 550, or maybe that's the R. I can't, I can't remember. They sound incredible. Yeah, they sound great. Like it's nice. I I don't like Mustangs either, but it's got a really distinctive sound. It's supposed to have really good steering feel. And handle really well. So in my mind, I'm like, it's a discount GT3, maybe. I mean, it'll never be as refined and nice, but at the same time, it's like that kind of checks off the rowdiness box that maybe the W204 did or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just can't be bored. I don't know. I'm, you should I'm, test drive one. I should test drive this just to see. I actually test drove a Camaro SS. I know that sounds insane. That's pretty bad. A, yeah. yeah. I test drove a 2020 uh, Camaro SS just to see six or seven speed. Six speed. It was a, yeah, a seven speed automatic or whatever. Chester or whatever. Oh, it's an auto. So I think that that weird like ten speed auto. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, I took it down Ono and, and you came in and uh, you know ripped it all the way down there. But yeah, allegedly. And it just uh, I don't know. It, it just uh, it was yeah. It was not for me. That's for sure. And it, it you know it being a ten speed or whatever. If it, if it, and believe it was. I don't know. It literally was like every. It was just every other second. It was yeah, just it was like shifting, shifting. It was like I don't know. I, it also just I took I took a look at it. I was like, there's no way I would drive this. Thing Fisher forever. Price ball pit yeah. quality yeah, interior. Yeah, the, actually, the infotainment was pretty good. Like the you know the touch screen and that all that and Apple CarPlay was all pretty cool. But um, the plastics, I'm sure, were like really yeah, scratchy, right? It was garbage. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I couldn't drive one of those. Um, I actually been considering. You know, I saw one today in Darien. I was driving through Darien. I saw a guy in a, you know, run of the mill, just black E90 M3, and uh, it had like you know Apex wheels on or whatever, or I think like just like just like a, a very nice set of BBSs or something like that. Um, but it looked incredible. Um, I think I've seen that guy around. Yeah, because like there's not many. I think I was I was driving towards Rowayton 
couple weeks ago and, and saw that. And then there was a guy that had a Silverstone E90, yeah, similar are, setup. I love Silverstone. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with Silverstone. But uh, I've actually been talking with possibly maybe getting one of those. And just, I, they're, honestly, the value on those is going up. And we'll get into this. I mean, me and you have talked about this before. Yeah. I, we believe that that is a really, really good car for the money. Right. And that is, is definitely, I mean, it's... Yeah. It's it's awesome atmospheric V eight eighty four hundred revs, and honestly, I don't look down on people that get a double clutch. Like you're gonna, I love the E sixty M five despite the fact that it's got an SMG. Like that motor is meant for the SMG. Double clutch is supposed to be really good in the E ninety slash E ninety two. So I don't really yeah. judge people for that. When I had my three thirty five, um, my friend in Utah actually had a uh, he had an E ninety two M three DCT. Just a couple, I mean, like a tune on it. Um, I think just like a, maybe like an X5 or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what he had then. Uh, it was good. I mean, the shifts were great. It was kind of a fun car. The sounds were good. It just kind of felt like it had this vibe where it was just kind of like something special. And that's, right. that I really am looking for something just kind of special. Um, I do have to say, I don't, I don't know, it's just me. But I, I, at the time, I did have the M54, uh, but it, it felt very slow. I mean, yeah, it, it's it sounded great, but it was not fast. I mean, it was quick, but you got to wind them out. Oh, the, yeah. Those cars, like it's a, it's the same thing with the uh, E sixty. You got to be doing triple digits and then really keep your foot planted to have those cars like shine, because yeah. otherwise it's I, there's nothing down low. So you know when we followed each other to a popular cafe in this area a, a while ago. Had had trouble, not you know seeing seeing the taillights on a particular car, because that E sixty just makes no torque below you know sixty seven hundred RPMs, which you're gonna go to jail if you do that crap around here. So yeah, makes it know, hard. You know the yeah the E ninety ninety two M three that only has like, that's like under four hundred torque or whatever. Two ninety five torque. Really yeah, four fourteen horsepower, two ninety five torque. Yeah, what's the M, what's your uh, Three eighty three, at sixty seven hundred yeah, RPMs. Yeah, but I mean, but it's but the way it's geared. Once you're up there, you just stay at peak torque and peak power, so you've got everything right there. Which is why, if you're at the top of third gear, you know you could hang with the modern. F, I'm not going to say F ninety because those things are insane, but an F ten M five you could hang with one of those, even though it's got way more horsepower and way more torque. Than the E60 ever did. Yeah, I've thought about getting an F10 a couple of times, but, but that that what is it? The S63, the the, the twin turbo, they're yeah. garbage. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, it sounds awesome. I mean, I, you know, I know you're not a turbo guy. I'm I'm a little bit of everything. I I do like the old stuff. I like I like some of the newer stuff. I'll talk with it, but um, yeah, that motor I've heard is just nightmare stories. Right. Like everyone sends that motor out to that. Who's that guy? Troy G up. Yeah, everyone sends their stuff to that guy. Not sponsored yet. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone sends their motors out to him to have like built and all that, and, and they make crazy power. Right, um, they're pretty cool. But that's another thing. I, I you know before I got my C sixty three C sixty three S, there all the names in these cars are getting so long. Right. Um, I I consider getting an F ten M five or M six. I don't know what they call it on the F thirteen if it's convertible, and I think it's F twelve. It's a coupe, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, I consider getting one of those. I really did want one of those. The Grand Coupe would be nice. That's what I was going to get. Yeah. I was going to get a Grand Coupe Silverstone. I think the guy was in Pennsylvania. Um, It was a competition package. It had the carbon roof. I don't know. I 
can accomplish them. I mean, maybe you can only get the carbon roof on that car, but it had the carbon roof, it had a bunch of good shit on there, wheels, all that, um, stock wheels, but the comp, comp wheels. Um, the car was awesome. I, I was I was trying to get out there in Pennsylvania to go buy it, um, but someone swooped up on it before I could. Um, I'm kind of happy, though, because yeah, who knows where that motor would have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why that car is thirty or forty grand yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. When it was like one twenty three or four years ago. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what I get. I'm not sure. Um, I just like messing around, like just trading around, getting different stuff. But um, I do feel like the uh, the those M3s, the E90 and E92, are definitely on the up. As far right. As, like you know the value of them, what you can get for the money is it's good. You know, of course you got to do rod bearings immediately. Um, right, which if you can't drop like the two grand to do that, yeah, then like you probably good. shouldn't own the car. Yeah, if I got one, I would just go get it done like as soon as possible. I think there's like petrol works or whatever, and call them like Long Island or whatever. They do them all day long. Yep. So I'd probably bring it to them, just have them do it. I think you do like back makes a really good um, upgrade for them. But um, yeah, that's a possibility. I don't know. I've seen some shops recently, not shops, but uh, dealers recently like trying to get like crazy money out of these e92s um like 40 grand or whatever with like a six-speed or a dct both i just saw one that recently that was a six-speed um i think it was like forty thousand miles with uh the speed cloth the cloth yeah leather, that's which, nice which and no nav uh i think it had nav. It oh okay not have the nav. Uh, i think that's what, that's what everybody wants right um but uh yeah i think God, they wanted like forty-two thousand or whatever for it i just I don't know. Like, I think maybe at some point it might get to that where they, they are worth forty two, but I think it's a, a bit. It's a bit. Uh, I don't think it's there yet. I think I think they're really in the ballpark of like like for something like that, maybe like thirty two or something like that. I, I think forty two is like we're talking like five years down the road. Right. Like that, but not well, really. that's the question, right? Is it a thirty thousand dollar driving experience or is it like a forty thousand dollar driving experience when you compare it to like what you could get that's brand new for thirty or forty? I mean, I don't think there's really anything you could get brand new for thirty or forty that can hold a candle to a car like that. Yeah, no way. But you are gonna spend a lot of money on maintenance and stuff like that on the car for sure. But yeah, I mean, I've I've seen the bills to uh, do the Vanos high pressure oil lines on an E60 from a dealer. Yeah, that was not pretty. Yeah, I could have bought. Have you had any uh, any maintenance where you got to do on your on your uh, E60? Uh, yeah, so the Vanos oil line <laughs> in 2016 or 2017. Because the car only had 26,000 miles when we got it. It was the That's lowest tough. mileage M5 in the country at the time. It's a pang bronze over the cream interior, full leather. It's beautiful. Even now, it's still mint. Yeah, it's and, um, yeah in, in 2017, the freaking uh, – I was ripping around North Salem. Then it went into limp mode, and I was like, please, God, no. And sure enough, got it flat bedded to uh, BMW of Poughkeepsie or Dutchess County BMW, something like that, up uh, near where I grew up in Putnam Valley, New York. And uh, sure enough, the high pressure Vano system went, and there were a couple other things I can't remember. I, I have all the receipts, but it was, I mean, you could have bought my stupid E90 uh, 3 Series sedan outside for what I paid for it. So, not my best moment, but uh, found a way to make it work. <laughs> it happens. I mean, it, you know, it happens on these cars. They're definitely, uh, they've got their problems for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, it's nuts because it went a year problem. For, I mean, the third time I ever got in that car, though, it, like, didn't start. And I was like, this is great. And then I walked away for, like, 10 minutes, and I came back to it, and it was fine. So, like, cool. What did the, you guys pick that car up for? Uh, 31, yeah. and it had 26,000 miles on it. Now yes, it's probably great. worth 24, 25. They've crept up a little bit. They They touched, like, 20 last year. And now people are like, oh, these are so cheap. Like that that guy, um, C63 Murray, formerly M5 Murray, formerly M6, M3 Murray, that does all those videos on uh, Instagram. He picked up a, a blue E63 BMW M6 with, uh, I think, 100,000 miles on it. I think he paid 15 grand for it. And I, I don't think he – he had one major problem with it. But, I mean, outside of that, it's almost worth – the because that is like in my opinion it feels really exotic when you get in it with the smg you throw it in reverse to back out of your garage and it hops around like a supercar does yeah. and it's like really jerky and slow around town but once you get on the open road forget it like that thing still feels really exotic but you're all the value in that car is in the motor because an s85 out of the crate i think is like 18 grand for a rebuilt one yeah. or whatever so like 80% of that car's value is the motor. Yeah. But yeah, I love that car. I'm, I'm going to hate to see it go if and when it does. Do you think it will go at some point? Could be, yeah. yeah. Eventually, could could go. Yeah. So, uh, Would there be a replacement or you think it would just... Probably down the line, I'd if, if I can't make the GT3 thing work, I'd probably get the E63 M6, which for the non-BMW fan people out there, 2006 to 2010 model, um, and just strip it out and make it as light as possible. Because yeah. they're like 3,600 pounds or 3,700 pounds with the carbon roof. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I think they look great. I still love that design. I actually think those Bangle era BMWs have aged really well. Yeah, a lot of people think they, not, I don't, no disrespect, a lot of people do say the E60 M5, uh, it doesn't look very good. I, I think it looks okay. I, I, you know, I don't think it. I'm biased, so. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. you know, <laughs> but uh, I, I think it looks okay. I, don't, I, I do like it. I, I respect the car. I like think the motor's awesome, and I think I think it's a very cool car. Um, I don't really think it's that ugly. I don't know. A lot of people do think it's ugly. I just thought I'd mention that. I don't know why, but um, yeah, I think that's a really good. That's another car that's really good value right now. Yeah. I mean, if you have. You're aware of the problems, and you right? Spend if you like catching falling knives or juggling grenades, yeah, exactly. Um, but I, yeah, I think this is a good good point to leave off for the next sure. episode of what's the best car for twenty five to thirty five grand, which maybe will help or watch a live decision <laughs> get made yeah, if you end up on bring a trailer or cars and bids. Yeah, that would be good. That's a good idea. I have so many ideas for that. I mean, I've got, there's a lot of things on my list for sure. Um, you know, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think it'd be good. Should be a good one. Cool. Hopefully this worked and thank you people for maybe listening. <laughs>